1: Welcome back to The 7-5-0. I am your O, R.J. Ochoa. He is your 7-5, two-time Super Bowl champion, college football Hall of Famer, and the guy who correctly predicted Dustin Johnson to win the 84th edition of the Masters, the one and only Tony Casillas. TC, what up? I'm
0: doing great, brother. Uh, yeah, I did, I think, along with maybe you. I think you put him in your top three. But, hey, I'm, I'm happy for him. I was really, it was great to see him emotionally, Just uh, you know, when he won the Masters, couldn't talk. And that's the side you never see in him. But I'm happy for him, man. I really am. It was great to watch the Masters. It's uh, kind of an odd part of the year. But nevertheless, congrats to big DJ.
1: It was awesome. I um, Don't get me wrong. I'm always rooting for DJ. I was rooting for certain guys. I was also really rooting for Abraham Anser, uh, who was in the final grouping with DJ on Sunday. It was really cool. He's a really great story. Um, he's always been really cool to me. And so, um, you know, a little bit of a bummer, his final round, but you know, when you're playing in the masters for the first time and you're in the final pairing with somebody like Dustin Johnson, those things, uh, they get to you, Tony, we're actually getting this episode up a little bit later than usual. Uh, but for a very good reason, you were doing some great work early on Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon. Tell us about it. You were hanging out with Charles Haley, Darren Woodson, uh, fellow podcaster. What were you guys getting into, uh, with the Thanksgiving holiday coming around?
0: Well, before I get into that, I wanted to mention something about the Masters. First time okay. I've seen the greatest of all time have a ten on one hole, and That's still true. thirty-nine. Be Tiger Woods. So I think we could all relate to a ten. Uh, but to your point about the, you know, Thanksgiving with the Salvation Army is a great day. Uh, I think, as everyone knows, RJ, is that this is a, just a, you know, just a uneventful time in our our history. And one of the things that really is effective with COVID is people losing their jobs and not having uh, the money to buy Thanksgiving dinner. So I was part of a, a great uh, volunteer day this morning. Uh, it was myself, Darren Woodson, Charles Haley, uh, George Teague, And then uh, really in compassion, uh, Charlotte uh, Jones Anderson. Uh, she is the, as you know, she's part of the, ad, the advertising genius of the Cowboys and marketing. and so what a great way to celebrate thanksgiving I, I will say this because it's just bad there's so many families they quadruple the amount of donations they do every year and uh which is you know sad to consider you know a climate we live in but it's great that thanksgiving what the salvation army does and so it was great to be back uh, a part of it with my old teammates uh, anytime you're able to do something to volunteer but uh, we gave out uh, we loaded up uh, uh, your grocery baskets and loaded probably I would say about 150 cars um, hmm. to pull up in this little drive through because of social distancing. And man, it uh, it made me feel good. It made me feel that you know, like a lot of people are going to be able to have Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, but as you know, and everyone knows, it's a big part of Dallas Cowboys tradition with the red kettle, uh, Thanksgiving Day celebration and uh, entertainment. So it's just great to be part of, it, man. I just hope this crazy COVID nineteen uh, gets resolved soon because I hate to see you know, a lot of people do without Thanksgiving dinner and and essentially do without food. So it was a good day, brother.
1: Now, well. Um kind of monitoring you out there uh, with some reporters that were out there kind of chronicling your journey. Uh, You shared some photos, Woody shared some photos. So uh, you can check out Tony's Instagram. You can also, he's always posting like stories of of himself on his Peloton and stuff. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, Tony, while you were out there, Twitter unveiled a stories feature. So um, now you got to update your Instagram story, your Twitter story. It's it's just never-ending work hey, for I, a busy guy
0: like you. I ain't I I, I, I struggle in that area. You're the one that's a master, my man. I and mean, <laughs> you're if anyone wants to follow someone on Twitter, especially when it comes to uh, you know content with the Cowboys, just any content, you're the man. I mean, you got it down. But you know that's just another thing that you know, I gotta you know navigate through. And look, I, you know the, the the sad part about it is you know. You know, I'm not doing my Zoom my broadcasts on my computer, but when you look on your phone and it's, at the end of the day, it shows how much time you spend on your phone. Right. That is pretty rude. That's yeah. the, the a bit of reality as far as you being on it. But hey, that's how we do business. That's how we, you know, we connect. So, so be it.
1: Um, so I agree. Uh, I never look at that data just because I don't want to know. Um, but um, but so the Dallas Cowboys were on by last week, Tony. Uh, obviously, they will play on Thanksgiving next week. It's amazing that the Thanksgiving is that close. Uh, today, I just wanted to look at the remaining schedules for the NFC East. Uh, right now, the Philadelphia Eagles hold the lead in the NFC East with their three wins. I don't know if you know this, Tony. If you added up all of the wins that all four NFC East teams have, uh, it's 10 wins, and that is fewer than the week that we are on. We're in week 11, and the NFC that would East combined has two as, hands. Like yeah. That. <laughs> um, and the only reason the NFC East even picked up a win last week was because the Giants and Eagles played one another. Uh, shout right. out to Jason Garrett getting the dub. Uh, but so uh, the Cowboys, Tony, are are in the race both for a top three pick and for their division. Um, and so – I know you know this, you run into people who, who want them to tank and, and you also run into people who want them to play well. Um, you know, there's a, there's a mix of, of both sides with Cowboys fans all over the world. Um, so who do you want to start with? We'll do Dallas last. Do you want to start with Philly, New York or Washington? I'll let you pick first.
0: We might as well talk to uh, – let's, let's, let's go with Philly first.
1: Okay. So the Philadelphia Eagles obviously are 3-5-1 uh, are and one, thanks to their loss to the New York Giants. And they have a road contest against the Cleveland Browns this week against your boy, Baker Mayfield. Shout out to the Sooners. Uh, who wins that game? We're going to go through each one of these and just kind of pick wins and losses.
0: I don't know. I think that when you look at Cleveland you – know, I I, think I love Baker Mayfield. I love his commercials more I mean, the way he plays quarterback.
1: Lulu has shout live sports me. baby yeah shout
0: out, shout out to uh, his marketing guy whoever has booked his agent whoever booked those commercials that's genius um, on the road I look I don't if I'm gonna pick one team I'm gonna have to go with Cleveland because you know I think that Philadelphia Carson Wentz, is I mean, he is validating why he's uh, a lot of people didn't think he should get got paid the money right and they're just in shambles right now and they're on the road i just look i think philadelphia is in the same category as, uh, as the two other teams three other teams and the nfc east how you you know what are you going to? Who, who's going to show up you know so i'm going to go with the eagles to lose that game on the road
1: see um i agree with you i I'm, i've already picked cleveland in the places i do picks um you can listen to the sb nation nfl show to hear those picks but um I see. Like Philly is in in the most interesting spot, I think, of all four teams because they have. I know they've they've had their fair share of injuries, but they they have what should be the best quarterback left standing now that Dak Prescott's gone uh, and has been gone uh, for a while. Uh, But that's just not the case. So I agree with you. Uh, They're going to lose this game. Let's put them at three, six and one. And then, Tony, it is just a murderer's row for them. Uh, So the Cowboys will play next Thursday on Thanksgiving. And so a few days after that, on Monday Night Football, the Eagles will host the Seattle Seahawks. And I know the Seahawks are coming off of a loss themselves, two losses in a row, actually, to Buffalo and to, uh, to the Rams. But I think we both think that the Seahawks should take care of the Eagles rather easily. Is that correct?
0: I think so. I mean, the Eagles, the, the Seattle, I mean, that's just so it's an anomaly. Yeah, you, know, you, you saw right. uh, Russell Wilson throw three interceptions and yeah, this it's- not even going to be close
1: right okay so that puts them at three seven and one and then their prize after that is they have to head on over to lambeau field and take on the green bay packers again one of if not I, there's there's a case we made that the packers are the best team in the nfc right now um so i can't I, I don't know the eagles aren't winning that one, unless you're going to shock me and pick the eagles over the packers
0: no we're just going to go with just reality so not right. there's the packers okay. i mean we know crazy things that happen in national football league but I'm not going to pick them to beat the Packers.
1: Now, to be fair, um, the Eagles did win at Lambeau. I believe it was a Thursday night football game last year, but that was a very different set of circumstances. That's not going to happen here. That puts them at 3-8-1. and one. After that, Tony, they host the New Orleans Saints. Now, Drew Brees' injury has changed the, the reality of New Orleans' future a bit. Um, well, not a bit, a, a long bit, but with with regards to the Eagles I think a bit I still I don't think the, I don't think the Eagles can beat the Jameis Winston led Saints I don't know if you agree
0: yeah I think Jameis Winston I mean we saw how bad he played last year I mean he threw the ball hit 50 touchdowns we had 50 interceptions but yeah I just think he's in a better system with Sean Payton so yeah I don't think the Eagles won that game either
1: okay so that puts them at three (laughs) nine and one and again, their prize for getting through these three games is they have to travel across the country to visit the Arizona Cardinals, one of the hottest teams in the NFC. Yeah. They'll play on Thursday Night Football this week. Again, another loss. You would agree?
0: Yeah, I love your tweet about DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you I,
0: trade, you trade, trading DeAndre Hopkins? or Question mark. I mean, that's a bro- I, I, when you think about that, Bill Lebron deserves to get his ass fired. But to your point, they don't beat Arizona on really. the
1: Right. I I thought um I didn't tweet this, but I said it on a different podcasts. Like, I mean, I don't know who which Bill was the biggest loser in that game, the Buffalo Bills or O'Brien. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. Uh so that's that's three, eleven, and one. And again, we're we're not like all of this is really fair and really practical and really possible. Um, but after that, they visit the Dallas Cowboys and we're speculating that they would be three, eleven, and one. I will give them that win. I, I will I will give them the game against the Cowboys at the very least.
0: Playing for a chance to win the NFC East? I don't know. I think the Giants probably look, look more legit now.
1: But who wins that game? Eagles, I Cowboys?
0: I don't know. It depends on who the quarterback is, depends on how bad the Cowboys sure. are at that point. I'm going to say they lose on the road to the, the Cowboys. I mean, wow. I, I don't know. I mean, I'll, all right, I'll just go ahead and. No, give no. Them a win. Just so we can just profess that we're not a bunch of homers doing, you know, blocking the you know, the seven five zero and blocking the boys. So, I mean, that's a toss up. No, I I,
1: I I agree. It's it's a true toss up in every sense. That I'll give them.
0: The, I'll give them. The, the, they'll they'll beat the Cowboys on the road. I'll, I'll I'll give them that.
1: Okay, so that puts them at 11 and one. They finished their season the way it began against the Washington football team. Although this game's in Philadelphia, I'll take Washington in that game. Um. Would you? I mean, again, a kind of a toss-up. Obviously, similar thing. Uh, but I, I mean, my my point is, I think they split those last two between Dallas and Washington. You know, whichever yeah. way it goes, you know,
0: I think so because look, I think as you you mentioned earlier about Carson Wentz being the best quarterback in NCS. Maybe if that guy does show up, um, and you know, they have injuries, and I think defensively they they can play good enough to win. Just really, their their offense is just. Again, have they had injuries and just hadn't had a good quarterback play? I mean, they could catch sliding in the bottom. I mean, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I mean, to be able to to have five, we're we're talking about five or six wins. Right. We're talking about six and ten. Okay. And to think that we're talking about that is is nuts.
1: Okay. So well, let's give them a loss. So that would put them at four. Uh, eleven and one. I and think. One. Yeah. Um, I think I lost track. Uh, maybe yeah, five. That, whatever. That adds up to
0: sixteen. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, we're giving them one more win, and they have three right now, so they would finish four, eleven, and one. Um, so let's go to Washington. We just did Philly this week, Tony. Washington, the Washington football team, is two and seven. They host the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow lost last week in Pittsburgh. Um, you know, but that's the undefeated Steelers. Um, I. I think the Bengals will win. <laughs> I don't know if you agree or not. Yeah, I mean,
0: and Alex, I believe Alex Smith is going to be starting this
1: game against yeah, Cincinnati. Yeah, just like he did last week. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I hear to your point about Joe Burrow, I mean, this dude is still JIT. I mean, he's a legit player. I mean, the dude can ball. And Cincinnati is is playing relatively well. But the one thing I'm going to give Washington is oh. they can't rush. They can rush the passer. But okay. same in that. I'm gonna go Cincinnati. Okay, so, so Washington. <laughs> i basically gonna get there,
1: right? So Washington will then be bringing a two and eight record to AT and T Stadium on Thanksgiving Day when the Cowboys are wearing their color rush uniforms, when the red kettles are out, uh, when the halftime show that Charlotte Jones Anderson puts together happens, and it's a lot of fun. I, I again, I think they beat the Cowboys. I mean, Washington beat the tails off the Cowboys a month ago. I there's no logical reason to pick the cowboys right now i'm sure you agree
0: yeah i agree just because as i mentioned uh, you know when they play cincinnati they're gonna have to contend with that passion so i'll give i'll give washington the win on the road okay so they're
1: they're at three and eight at this Mm -hmm. point uh, they do get a little bit of a mini-buy because they're playing on Thanksgiving, so a little bit longer time, uh, but that won't mean anything because they go to Pittsburgh <laughs> the week after they play the Cowboys, uh, which is a loss. If if you pick the, the the Washington football team over the Steelers, I might just leave right now. I don't no, I know no.
0: Well, okay, okay. let's see. So the Steelers are 8-0, and right?
1: They're currently 8-0. 8-0. 9-0. They're 9-0. I'm sorry. All, so
0: then 10, 11, so that will be their 11th game of the season?
1: No, that would be their 12th game because they'll they'll play this week season. and then next week. Well,
0: yeah. okay, so they probably locked everything up, I guess, with this crazy COVID. I was trying to figure a reason why the Pittsburgh Steelers wouldn't win if they didn't play Ben Roethlisberger. They didn't play some of the front. But I'm going to go ahead and say they don't beat Pittsburgh anyway. So right. I, I just –
1: I also just remembered and just realized, looking at things here, that Pittsburgh also plays on Thanksgiving, but they play the night game. So they will have the same amount of, of rest and, and relaxation, whatever you want to call it, as, as Washington will. It doesn't
0: matter. No, they're right. not
1: going to be Pittsburgh. Uh, Right. I agree. So we've got Washington at three and eight at this point. Um, after Pittsburgh, they travel. again. I'm, I don't put a lot. Actually, I'll ask you. Um, well, is is traveling across the country a big deal in your mind? Like when you were playing, it, you know, did, was it a, like a really big factor?
0: Yeah, I, I think it is. And okay. if you're if you're a sound team and you're you're able to you know channel the energy because it's a short week. The way I always like about you you play three games in ten days, but then you get time off after that so it's light at the end of the, t- the tunnel if you will so if you're good you're good but if you're a bad team and have to travel yeah i can creep in uh, with fatigue
1: well um so they will be we're saying three and eight because they'll uh, lose to cincy beat dallas lose to pittsburgh they have mm-hmm. to travel across the country to play the san francisco 49ers I-, I know san francisco is is down right now but they're just so much better coached um you know, and and they, I think they still have more talent. Uh, I think that might be close, but I, I think I think Frisco probably edges them out ultimately. Like maybe, maybe it's a maybe it's a oh my gosh Washington might win type game, and th- there is a bit of a revenge factor, I suppose, for Alex Smith getting to play uh, San Francisco, the team that drafted him with Mike McCarthy, incidentally, 15 years ago. But I, I don't know, are you gonna take Washington over Frisco? I don't
0: know. I think that. That's kind of a toss-up for me too, because San Francisco—they've they've lost a ton of people to right. injuries. You know, G- Jimmy Garoppolo is out. They, you know, they're going with uh, you know second. Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins, yeah. So, and then I—I I really the Alex Smith kind of the quarterback intrigues me. I know there's horrific injury last year. What happens is this guy. Two years ago. Or t- three years ago. Two years ago.
1: Yeah, two years ago. Two that years was ago.
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, it seems well it seems like a yeah, all, all
1: time better better stands better time. still anyway. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and regardless, the injury is horrific. It took him a long time to get back where he is, and maybe he can come back to some of that true form that he had. But I I just think San Francisco has their own issues. So, well, but if I'm gonna have if I'm gonna have to pick a team to lose or win, um, I think I'll give Washington the edge in that game. Call me crazy, but if that's maybe the, if when they get to that, that the period of time that maybe Alex Smith will be able to show some promise of quarterback. I just don't know.
1: Well, I want, I'll want i circle back to this game because so after that, they play Seattle. They're going to lose that game, they lose right? that game, yeah. Um, and then so that is week 15 that they play Seattle. We already said in week 17, we gave them the win over Philly. So let's give them that win. In week 16, the penultimate week of the regular season, they host the Carolina Panthers. And that game, I could see that's the Ron Rivera game, right? Like, cause that's the team that fired Rivera. That's we're rallying around the head coach. Yeah. And, and so, my point is if we give them the week 17 win in Philly, which we already did, all they have to do is win one of those games against the 49ers or against the Panthers. And that puts them, um, that puts them in, in the driver's seat because that gives them, what, five wins? Yeah, that gives them five yeah. wins. And so mm-hmm. that's – I I I think Washington's the favorite to win the NFC East right now is my point.
0: Yeah, I and what the Giants are doing, I just uh, – you know, it's – you know, they won last week. They beat the Eagles. Uh, and it's so bottled up with just this really bad football. I mean, we're talking about not even a team getting sniffing 500. I mean, think right. about that. Think about that. But, you know, the point about the Carolina game, I think I really – I like Ron and Beer. That's the thing I do like about Washington. You know, they have a, a their coach. He's a, a tremendous coach. and have gone through, a, you know, having the, the battle cancer and everything. Uh, but I think Washington – I think Carolina. Matt Rule's done a tremendous job there also. I agree. And, I agree. Um, um, I, I just – I'm going to have to go with Carolina winning on the road.
1: But, but you thought they would beat San Francisco. And that's what I'm saying. I think they get, they'll get one of those two games. Either it's kind of like
0: split pairs. Yeah. You know?
1: So I think because they'll beat the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. We said they would beat the Eagles in the final week of the regular season. And then as long as they split San Francisco or Carolina, that gets them to five. And they probably, they're probably going to have five wins, and that's probably going to yes. be enough. Um, and so you mentioned New York. We will not see the New York Giants play another game until after Thanksgiving, which is strange to think about, but the Giants Tony are 3 and 7. I don't think they're going to win another game between now and the next time they play the Cowboys. I'm going to tell you these all at once. So the Giants again, 3 and 7 and are on their bye. They come out the Sunday after Thanksgiving and visit the Cincinnati Bengals. A week later, they visit. They visit the Seattle Seahawks. A week later, they host the Arizona Cardinals. A week later, they host the Cleveland Browns, and a week later, uh, in the penultimate week of the regular season, they visit the Baltimore Ravens. I don't think there's a single game there that the Giants are winning. I know the the Ravens have, have played a little poorly lately, but they're still the Ravens. Um, I know the Bengals look a little, you know, whatever, but I, I like the Bengals better. I mean, I do you think the Giants – again, these are the five teams, Bengals, Seahawks, Cardinals, Browns, Ravens. Can the Giants beat any of those?
0: I think they can beat the Browns, and I think possibly for – I don't know what, for the reason, because maybe they have to travel, is Arizona. And I know that they're playing, you know, that Kyler Murray is an amazing quarterback and just electrifying when he moves. But I think out of those two games, they have a chance, legitimate shot at winning. Because I think that offensively for the Giants, you know, I when you watch Daniel Jones, you know, last week, I mean, they kind of got something. I mean, the dude's a lot faster than I thought. So I think that they'll, I mean, you got to give some props to it. Oh, sure, yeah. and Garrett for, you know, going in the bag of tricks and being a little bit, you know, creative with an offense. But I think they can win those two games, maybe possibly Cincinnati. I, don't I do. not think, you know, I don't Seattle. I don't think, no, they can't do that. But I think there is some games that they can, if they keep it close, if they can and have some, you know, ball possession, um, they can keep it close. The pro- bottom line is that some of those explosive teams that we just mentioned, I mean, if they once they get behind, that's the problem. They don't have enough offensive weaponry to catch up.
1: I do think it should be said. I think Arizona is an interesting option because I don't want to call it a trap game. Um, but so the Cardinals are coming off the big win against Buffalo, as everybody knows this week, they're on Thursday night football against the Seattle Seahawks, obviously a big game for their division. Next week, the Cardinals are in new England. They're not the same Patriots anymore, but it's still, it's a big, big mental block for teams. Got to beat the Patriots. Then a week after that, the week before they travel to take on the giants, they host the Rams, which is big for their division. So I mean, that's that's a month of intense football that they're having to play. So I could see them, you know, maybe letting their foot off the gas, whatever you want to call it, and, and maybe kind of getting caught by, no pun intended, a sleeping giant. Um, and so, you know, I, I, that's possible. Um, but, and I know we're, we're dogging on the Cowboys here. We'll get to them in a second. If the Giants win one of those games, that's, that would put them at four wins entering the final week of the regular season. They, uh, they host the Cowboys in week 17, and we both probably think they win, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so. uh, yeah, unfortunately, yes.
1: But so, then I started, yeah.
0: I, started, I started thinking about all the teams in National Football League when you look at the quarterbacks. Alex Smith for, the, for Washington, the, Washington Football Club. And then you have uh, the Eagles, Carson Wentz, and Daniel Jones. And then you got either Andy Dalton or Garrett Gilbert. You know, all of those four teams, the best quarterback we would say that's not playing that way is is Carson Wentz, right? Right. And then after that, then you have Daniel Jones, and then Alex Smith. So my point is, is that when I look at those teams, if you know these guys can start playing, I think you know the you know the the realistic money it would be on Carson Wentz, right? So mm-hmm. I think it's going to have to all come down to the the you know the simple fact: which quarterback can play. Which quarterback can win two or three more games I mean, it would, get to five games? That's that's the magic number in the NFC East. Wow. Five games. If I would have told that for the season star, you looked at me and said, "Tony, you definitely. I hate to use this. You know, this is not funny. The way you know things have happened with concussions. You think you've been hitting the head so many times. If the, to get in the to, to be able to win the NFC East, be you'd have to have five wins. You say, "Oh, I'm freaking crazy." But man, here we are talking about that.
1: So I actually think um, to kind of spin what your point is. I think the magic number is two, um, not not two win two you know total wins, but mm-hmm. the magic number to me is two. Whichever one of these teams wins two division games, that's it. That's all you got to do at this point is win two because everyone else is going to lose everything else. You look at Washington, they have two division games remaining at Dallas and at Philadelphia. If they win both of those, it's probably their division. You look at Philadelphia, they have two division games remaining themselves at Dallas and then Washington. Obviously, if they win those two, it's probably their division. You look at New York. New York has, I believe, uh, one second here, they have one division game remaining. So all they need is one of those division wins, which is the Cowboys game, the only one they have left, and anything else, whether it's yeah. the Bengals game or the Cardinals game. And so like it, I, that's a different way of getting to, to your magic number, which is five. Um, I mean, we've already kind of picked some of the Cowboys games here, Tony, but let's for the sake of, of doing it, let's do it. The Cowboys are two and seven. They visit the Minnesota Vikings this week. I, I don't know if you realize this, Tony. The Cowboys have seven games left. Six of their remaining opponents have records below 500. I mean, if if this team was just any any year, we've been doing the seven five zero. Any one of those teams would. I mean, we'd we'd be foaming at the mouth right here. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'd, we'd be like saying this is a dream. You um, talk about bad timing, right? This is I mean,
0: bad timing for everybody. Right, and and to, uh, just to, uh, watch. watch
1: when when we're having this conversation next year, the week before Thanksgiving. Hopefully, which isn't the day or a couple of days after the Masters. Uh, but the week before Thanksgiving, twenty twenty one. Right, please. Um, but. <laughs> Um, when we're having this conversation a year from now, I guarantee you that we're going to be looking at the schedule being like, man, it's so hard. You know what I mean? Like, if we could only just have what we had last year, and that's just the way it lined right. up. Uh, but anyway, okay, so the Cowboys are 2-7 and seven at Minnesota on Sunday. You will offer your official prediction on the pregame show we do later this week, but generally speaking, Cowboys or Vikings on Sunday? Vikings. Um, but- <laughs> right. I, I agree. Mike Summer. <laughs> right. Now we both already picked Washington to beat Dallas on Thanksgiving. So that puts the Cowboys at two and nine. Seven days after that, Tony, the Cowboys will travel to take on the Baltimore Ravens. Des Bryant will be there. He's going to throw it mm-hmm. up. You're taking yeah. the Baltimore Ravens over the Cowboys. I'm going to take the Ravens, yeah. Okay, so that puts them at 2-10, and ten, I carumba. Uh, then they get a week and a half. Uh, you can. We'll have another free weekend. You want to do some Christmas shopping, you know, do, do <laughs> some yard work, I don't know what, uh, before they travel to take on the Cincinnati Bengals. We've been giving the Bengals a lot of love here. I think they beat the Cowboys, too.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, I think that Cincinnati, I think they're hungrier.
1: Okay, so that puts them at 2-11. and 11. And of the remaining three games here, we've already picked two by doing the other teams. We had the Cowboys losing to Philly and losing to the New York Giants. So the only game left that we haven't picked is, uh, is a game you've, we, we talk about this all the time, but people watching on YouTube, they can mm-hmm. see over yeah. your right shoulder, the photo of you, Zach, and Steve Young. Cowboys Niners is a great rivalry. It will be a disgusting game when it takes place uh, in, <laughs> in a month. Uh, week 15, Cowboys Niners Sunday Night Football. Who wins that game?
0: Uh, I gotta go with the Cowboys. Whoa! <laughs> I, I don't know. I I'm to, There's got to be one game. I, right. look,
1: I do. I agree. They,
0: they will I, get I, one more. I think. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be one in there, and, and you know, part of me says, okay, they play these division games. Maybe it'll mean a lot more to them, and they play. Yeah, you know, I always use the word hungrier or with more passion. Um, but I don't know. I I, I think maybe. May I don't know. The, the, thing also is hard to speculate and predict because you know it's a few weeks away you know i i it's so but right now on paper as we sit here and we do the seven five oh i'm gonna go with the cowboys
1: so we have um if you if, and got, if, got three to, wins
0: and to, i don't think i mean i, to the, I don't know maybe to not. the
1: loyal listener uh we've kind of jumped ar- around numerically but we have the cowboys finishing with about three wins Washington, New York, around five, and Philadelphia at around four. Um, that would just be amazing, honestly. Um,
0: okay, if that goes, if, if our predictions go the way we, you know, the way we picked them the win, you know, three wins, what does that give them? What pick does that give them in, in the draft?
1: So they currently, um, at, at this exact okay. moment, have the fourth okay. overall pick. Fourth, okay. Um, and so... I would imagine, you know, there's it's, that's a top five pick. Uh, depending on the way things break out, depending on how bad I, I think I mean, we should hope that New York, if if that's the case, we should hope that New York and Washington sure. both both get to four wins at least to to push themselves past the Cowboys. Um the Jets are obviously a team to watch, the Jaguars are a team to watch, the Chargers have been kind of bad. Um, I think it's possible the Cowboys get into that that third pick slot. I think that that the Jets and Jaguars have the top 2 kind of pretty firmly right now. Yeah, that's I, true. I yeah. I, I yeah. think it's I think you're talking about 3 or 4. It, it just depending on the way the the cards fall uh, between now and then. But um I, I, my last question for you Tony is we both are I know you don't want to say your team tank that's not how you're wired and and what uh but you realize what the season is and that it would be awesome to have a top draft pick. Again, you yourself are the second overall pick in the draft. Uh so you know, when you get that high, you can get a, an awesome player like Tony Casillas. But um at at what at what point if the Cowboys won, would you would you kind of come back? A, a, you know, at, at what point would they suck you into saying Screw it! Let's win the NFC East. Would would it be if they won in Minnesota this Sunday? Would it be if they beat the Vikings and Washington next week? You know, like, how, would it be would they have to go beat Baltimore? Like, like what what's that magic number for you to where you would say, okay, you know what, draft position be damned, let's get wild, let's get crazy, let's get some four locos, and let's have some fun.
0: Well, you know, and we're talking about you know, timing's everything. know, I mean, when everything and you know, all the other teams, and you look at. The remaining teams on the Cowboys' record below 500. The teams that we mentioned. Now, when you're the Cowboys, and you're looking. Okay, well, we got Andy Dalton back. We right. Look at our schedule. We looked at the NFCs. Do we want? We want to make the playoffs. I mean, think about that. Regardless of how bad you are, you know, the the silver lining and just uh, an accomplishment would be to win the NFCs. NFCs. I don't care how bad you are. If you only have five wins, four wins, if that's what it dictates then that's what you want to you know that's what your ultimate goal is. So if you're Dallas, you go on the road to beat Minnesota and then you beat Washington, um, you know, that's that's a two-game win streak right there. So then at that point you're like, I'm I'm just I'm I'm really just kind of looking at the most uh, you know optimistic scenario. You sure. know for me that would be something you, now everything starts coming back or the teams start winning. Unfortunately you may you know you get more injuries and you start scale them back and like, okay, we're just going to empty the toolbox. We're going right. to play everyone on the roster. But now at the point it's like, okay, everyone on this team is playing for the job, okay? Then then you have the, the – just the, the thinking as a player that, look, I, I would, do I want to be here next year? Do I want to go – you know, if you're a, a, a player making big money, you already know well, I'm not. they're not going to bring me back because it's just what happened. And maybe it was a, a year you underperformed. So then, that, the managers got to ask themselves, you know, that question. You know, what, who are they going to bring back? But I think the optimistic approach is that RJ is that, uh, hey, if they can go on the road and if they can beat Minnesota, you know, there's three wins. Then they get Washington, another team has their own issues. You got four wins, and then you know, but if they win the next two, they lose the next two games. Then right. I think it's just different, different approach. I think it's like game by game. And then once you get to September then you're like, okay, this is what we're doing, this is what we have to, then it's not gonna be really tanky. No, they're not gonna come out and say, we're gonna tank, we're just gonna try it. It, it will be tanking by decision to, to scale everyone back and let other people play. Organic tank Yeah, yeah. It'll um, be something that just kind of, uh, it, you know lets the, the process happen uh, You know, just organically.
1: I will say this, Tony, my last thing here. Um, so the Monday night after Thanksgiving, um, I don't know what your house is like. I don't know if leftovers from Thanksgiving last that long. You know, maybe they're all gone by Sunday. Uh, but um, but so if if you're whoever you are you're listening, you know, watching, whatever, if you wh- whatever you're eating for dinner the Monday night after Thanksgiving, it is legitimately possible that the Dallas Cowboys are in first place in the NFC East. And and because, again, I I just want to focus on these next two weeks, Tony. The Washington football team plays the Bengals this week. We both think the Bengals win that game. The New York Giants want to buy this week. But the Philadelphia Eagles visit the Cleveland Browns. We both think the Browns win this week. Uh, So we've got both the Ohio teams, the AFC North Orange teams, uh, winning. Obviously, Dallas can take care of Washington themselves because they play them on Thanksgiving Day. Next week, the Giants themselves play the Bengals, which we both think is kind of a little bit of a toss-up, but that game's in Cincinnati for what it's worth, although the Giants will be coming off of, of their bye week. Um, but they, they could certainly well win. Um, and the Eagles play the Seahawks on that Monday night, on Monday Night Football. I, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it is not the most impossible thing that when Monday Night Football ends, that game um, in Philadelphia—excuse, I think that's in Philadelphia. Um, yeah, it is in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. When that game is over, and and ESPN goes to Sports Center with SVP, it is legitimately possible that the Dallas Cowboys and they have to win their next two games. They have to beat Minnesota, which is very possible. The Vikings on Monday Night Football themselves looked very beatable. Uh, they almost lost to the Bears for goodness' sake. And, uh, and beat Washington. And and a lot of that, like, I do think it's worth mentioning, and we'll certainly get into this the rest of the week at the side and here on the shows. I mean, we still haven't totally seen Andy Dalton. You know, like, we saw him against the Cardinals, but now, now we really know that that's an elite team. And then he got hurt against Washington. And so I, I think the fact that we saw the coaching staff respond really well against Pittsburgh, it's it's possible. It's all I'm saying, it's possible that – the crap works. That's that's really the only way I can say it at this point. Well, here's
0: what I'll, I'll say about Andy Andy Dalton, and I thought Garrett Gilbert did a, a tremendous job considering his lack of experience against Steelers and just a, the the opponent they are, uh, especially defensively. I mean, he played he played really well, uh, but the expectation would be that Andy Dalton played better than Garrett Garrett Gilbert just considering his resume right. and his experience. In the event that happens. And I think it can, uh, is because as you mentioned, we have not seen a full body of work. Andy Dalton this year He had not really, you know, he's, you know, the first when he came in for Dak. I mean, you know, and he did pretty good, but then the next game was was just a, a nightmare against the Redskins. So, um, you know, for me, it's like, okay, well, give an opportunity to work and against Minnesota. I think he can find those targets. He's got more experience. I mean, really, I think. No, want, I agree. If, I mean, I, I, if you look at his resume, and that's why you paid him to come in here. Then, on paper, Andy Dalton should give Cowboy fans a little bit more faith going against a game against Minnesota. The problem is, they're playing the Minnesota Vikings.
1: The problem they're is,
0: good on defense.
1: Yeah, and it should be said. Uh, Mike Zimmer and Andy Dalton know one another very well from Zimmer's time in Cincinnati. Obviously, coordinating that defense, went against each other a lot in practice. So, you know, obviously the Cowboys know Zimmer well. Zimmer knows the Cowboys. There's a there's a lot of lot of mm-hmm. connections uh, in this game. Uh, well, um, I I I feel kind of wonky, Tony, because I think this is possible. Uh, so, I just we'll... felt
0: like I just felt like we just went through every team in the NFC East schedule, and then we came back to the Cowboys. And we're, we're picking them to lose, you know, to win three games. And then there's a possibility after Sunday night, they'd have a chance to be, you know, tied for first and then see the East.
1: That's if everything that, happens,
0: you know, mathematically.
1: That is the way that this season has gone, my friend. Um, Tony, what are you going to g- tell us something you're going to have for dinner before we talk to you next week that you're look, really looking forward to a dinner. You're really excited to, to put together as far as Thanksgiving, as far as just no, any, it, could, it could be, um, it could be Friday night dinner. It could be going out to dinner. I'm just, I'm looking for a meal you're no, excited about. You know what? We started doing these, uh, ordering,
0: uh, meals online. Okay. Uh, it's called, it's, uh, it's called, uh, what is it? Fresh? I'm trying to think of the name. Oh,
1: we did that. Hello, fresh. This Hello was not a, for you. anyone listening. This was not an ad. This no, <laughs> this no was just no. an accident.
0: I was, and I was thinking whether I want to do that or not, but uh, yeah. And so what they do is the dinners come in and they're prepared. The yeah. problem is, I always look forward to eating them when my when my wife makes them. When I prepare them, for some reason, you know, I, I lose things. You know how they got everything measured out, RJ. <laughs> it's like, I mean, you can't screw it up, right? Yeah. I mean, really, you can't screw it up. But I have a tendency to screw it up. So I don't know. Last night we had these pork chops, man, with mashed potatoes, and we had this little dripping like the sauce. But we got a cast iron skillet. My wife you know put it on there, and you know. Okay. We, and I was like, "Why doesn't my meals taste like yours?" I
1: so will say, I, don't know. <laughs> I I don't like pork chops for dinner. I like pork chops a lot for breakfast. So maybe that's that's a, a core difference. Between I think dinner.
0: this is more like a tenderloin. And that's pardon me. But okay. Nevertheless, I don't know what's on uh, tonight. I think that. Uh, you know, I, I really have started, I've really gotten into these pretzels. They're called Dots pretzels. Have you had them before?
1: I have not. That's oh, a man. pretty cool little tidbit though.
0: And we we talk about, you and I talk about ranch, how much we love ranch dressing. But anyways, they have <laughs> south, the Southwestern spice seasoning that goes that or that's the, that's what the pretzels are. They're the Southwest seasoning, okay? And you dip them in the ranch, really good. but. Dude, you know, when you're an empty or you'll find out when you actually yeah. have kids and everything. You don't have to worry about that stuff. You're just like, okay. And then my wife works. I'm like, and I tell her, honey, I said, I'm going to make you dinner. But, you know, I, I tried to make something was, especially if you have something that's really, really totally green, it's really not that good. You know what I'm saying? You got to throw some carbs in there and some, you know, some. Some ranch. Substance and fat to it. Um. But I don't know. I, I that's probably I, I don't know. I'm gonna surprise I'm gonna go in there and figure it out here in a couple hours and I'm gonna try not to screw it up. Man.
1: Well, uh, we'll be rooting for you, Tony. Uh, everybody thanks for I'm joining i I'm,
0: I'm, I'm getting ready for next week's invasion. Yeah.
1: This is the it, Thanksgiving this is your, invasion. You're warming up, man. You're warming <laughs> up. Uh, everybody make sure to subscribe to the Blog and the Boys podcast feed, subscribe to the Blog and the Boys YouTube channel. We will see you next week. This was the 750.